0: Good morning. Today is July 4th, 2019. Happy Independence Day. Our readings for today are Psalm 33, Sirach, otherwise known as Ecclesiasticus, 10, 1 through 8, 12 through 18, and James 5, 7 through 10. We are no longer strangers and sojourners, That citizens together with the saints and members of the household of God. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Mother, to to set forth her praise, to hear her holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship her. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by her infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let the peoples praise you, O God, Let all the peoples praise you. Psalm 33. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Praise the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made and all their host by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle. He put the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all humankind. From where he sits enthroned, he watches all the inhabitants of the earth, he who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. A king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a vain hope for victory and by its great might, it cannot save. Truly the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and shield. Our heart is glad in Him, because we trust in His holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. So the reading here skips verses 9 to 11 of Sirach chapter 10, but I'm going to go ahead and read them because, as you know, I really like having full context. So Sirach chapter 10, verses 1 through 18. A wise magistrate educates his people, and the rule of an intelligent person is well-ordered. As the people's judge is, so are his officials. As the ruler of the city is, so are all its inhabitants. An undisciplined king ruins his people, but a city becomes fit to live in through the understanding of its rulers. The government of the earth is in the hand of the Lord, and over it he will raise up the right leader for the time. Human success is in the hand of the Lord, and it is he who confers honor upon the lawgiver. Do not get angry with your neighbor for every injury, and do not resort to acts of insolence. Arrogance is hateful to the Lord and to mortals, and injustice is outrageous to both. Sovereignty passes from nation to nation on account of injustice and insolence and wealth. How can dust and ashes be proud? Even in life, the human body decays. A long illness baffles the physician, the king of today will die tomorrow, for when one is dead he, inherited, he inherits maggots and vermin and worms. The beginning of human pride is to forsake the Lord. The heart has withdrawn from its maker, for the beginning of pride is sin, and the one who clings to it pours out abominations. Therefore the Lord brings upon them unheard of calamities, and destroys them completely. The Lord overthrows the thrones of rulers and enthrones the lowly in their place. The Lord plucks up the roots of the nations and plants the humble in their place. The Lord lays waste the lands of the nations and destroys them to the foundations of the earth. He removes some of them and destroys them and erases the memory of them from the earth. Pride was not created for human beings or violent anger for those born of women. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle O, a song of the heavenly city. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the God of surpassing strength and the Lamb, and the city has no need of sun or moon to light it, for the glory of God shines on it, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light the nations shall walk, and the rulers of the world lay their honor and glory there. Its gate shall never be shut by day, nor shall there be any night. Into it they will bring the honor and glory of nations. I saw the clean river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. The tree of life spanned the river, giving fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of nations. All curses cease where the throne of God and the Lamb stands, and all servants give worship there. There they will see God's face, whose name shall be on their foreheads. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. James chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let us affirm our faith by saying together the Apostles' Creed, found on page 41 of Enriching Our Worship, volume 1. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. We will use, as we have been, a litany of healing in place of the suffrages for morning prayer. Today we are going to use the litany of healing that is found on page 33 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. And we'll pause here to lift up the specific names that have been placed upon our hearts for prayer at this time. God the Mother, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you, O God. God the Son, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. We praise you and thank you, O God. God the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. Holy Trinity, one God in you we live and move and have our being. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. Lord, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent a knowledge of your will and an awareness of your presence. Hear us, O Lord of life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear us, O Lord of life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to the dying peace and a holy death, and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit, Those who are bereaved, hear us, O Lord of life. Restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin, in our lives, in our nation, and in the world. Hear us, O Lord of life. You are the Lord who does wonders. You have declared your power among the peoples. With you, O Lord, is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Hear us, O Lord of life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Mother, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Lord God Almighty, you have made all the peoples of the earth for your glory, to serve you in freedom and in peace. Give to the people of our country a zeal for justice and the strength of forbearance, that we may use our liberty in accordance with your gracious will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We will continue with Prayers for Healing by using the Prayers for Those Who Are Sick, which begin on page 64 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. May God the Mother bless you, God the Son heal you, God the Holy Spirit give you strength. May God the Holy and Undivided Trinity guard your body, save your soul, and bring you safely to her heavenly country where she lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Mother, watch with us over your children, and hear our yearning that they may be restored to health, through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Gentle Jesus, stay beside your children through this day. Take away their pain, keep them safe, help them in their fear, make their bodies strong again and their hearts glad. Thank you for your love which surrounds them always. Amen. Jesus, our Redeemer, Good Shepherd of the sheep, you gather the lambs and carry them in your arms. We entrust our children to your loving care. Relieve their pain. Restore in them your gifts of joy and strength and raise them up to a life in your service. Hear us, we pray, for your dear name's sake. Amen. Gentle Jesus, though we are not worthy to have you come under our roof, you are God's word of healing to us. Be with us now, that we may know your presence in one another, and rise up in joy to greet you. Grant this for your love's sake. Amen. Blessed Jesus, living water, solid rock, uphold your child loose the fetters of sickness break their yoke of pain and from this land of affliction lead them home amen loving god your heart overflows with compassion for your whole creation pour out your spirit on all persons living with illness for which we have no cure as well as their families and loved ones help them to know that you claim them as your own deliver them from fear and pain and send your Archangel Raphael to minister to their needs, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Merciful God, in your love and wisdom, you know the needs and fears of your people before we can name them. Grant that your children and we who watch with them may be enabled to surrender all their cares to you as you care for them. Give them peace of mind and unshakable trust in you. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Blessed Jesus, in your last agony, you commended your spirit to your Father. We seek your mercy for your child and all who are dying. May death become for them as it was for you, a birth to everlasting life. Receive those whom we commend to you with the blessed assurance that whether we wake or sleep, we remain with you, one God forever. Amen. Merciful God, whose son Jesus wept at the death of Lazarus, look with compassion on all who are bound by sorrow and pain through the death of your children, our loved ones. Comfort us, grant us the conviction that all things work together for good to those who love you and help us to find sure trust and confidence in your resurrection power through Jesus Christ our deliverer amen in your tender mercies o god remember your children who either respect or who either expect or have just received a grave diagnosis help them to trust in your goodness and believe that after a time of trial, they shall be established on the firm foundation of your deliverance, amen. God of all comfort, our very present help in trouble, be near to your children for whom our prayers are offered. Look on them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your presence. Preserve them from the enemy and give them patience in their affliction. Restore them to health and lead them to your eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh. You overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to the Father. Grant your children, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend them, to guard their going out and coming in, and to bring them safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided Trinity, to ages of ages, amen. Blessed Jesus, in the comfort of your love, we lay before you the memories that haunt your children, the anxieties that perplex them, the despair that frightens them, and their frustration at their inability to think clearly. Help them to discover your forgiveness in their memories and know your peace in their distress. Touch them, O Lord, and fill them with your light and your hope. Amen. God, the strength of the weak and the comfort of those who suffer, hear our prayers and grant your children the power of your grace that their sickness may be turned into health and our sorrow into joy. For Jesus Christ's sake, amen. O blessed God, you minister to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. Spirit of all healing, visit your children. In your power, renew health within them and raise them up in joy, according to your loving kindness, for which we give thanks and praise, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Gracious God, only source of life and health, help, comfort, and relieve your children, and give your power of healing to those who minister to their needs, that their weakness may be turned to strength and confidence in your love and care. For the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Holy and blessed one, shine on your children who lie restless. Illumine their spirits and give them rest in you so that they may recognize you as the true God who brings us out of darkness into our eternal light. Amen. O God, our refuge and strength, in these places of unrelenting light and noise, enfold your children in your holy darkness and silence, that they may rest secure under the shadow of your wings. Amen. Sanctify, O God, the sickness of your servants, that the sense of their weakness may add strength to their faith and seriousness to their repentance and grant that they may live with you in everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Loving God, we pray that you will comfort your children in their suffering, lend skill to the hands of their healers, and bless the means used for their cure. Give them such confidence in the power of your grace that even when they are afraid, they may put their whole trust in you. Through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Strengthen your servants, O God, to go where they have to go and bear what they have to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, and technicians, they may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people, but in Jesus bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love, bring healing and strength to your children, and by your justice lift them up, that in the body you have given them they may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lord Christ, you came into the world as one of us, and suffered as we do. As we go through the trials of life, help us to realize that you are with us at all times and in all things, that we have no secrets from you, and that your loving grace enfolds us for eternity. In the security of your embrace we pray, Amen. God, your loving kindness never fails, and your mercies are new every morning. We thank you for giving your children relief from pain and hope of health renewed. Continue the good work begun in them, that increasing daily in wholeness and strength, they may rejoice in your goodness, and so order their lives always to think and do that which pleases you. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Loving God, inspire by your Holy Spirit those who are afraid of losing hope, especially your children for whom we now pray. Give them a fresh vision of your love, that they may find again what they fear they have lost. Grant them your powerful deliverance through the one who makes all things new, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, amen. Giver of all grace, we pray your peace, which passes all understanding for those who are developmentally disabled. Grant that they may always be sustained in love, their gifts honored and their difficulties understood that none may add to their troubles. We ask this in the name of the one who comforted those who were troubled in mind, Jesus, our savior, amen. As a sort of prayer for mission, I'll use the prayer attributed to St. Francis, number 62 on page 833 of the Book of Common Prayer. Lord, make us instruments of your peace Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now I will share with you my thoughts on the readings, and I would ask your fervent prayers for healing, redemption, and restoration for me personally and for several of the folks who are close to me. Thank you. All right, so our psalm. I like this. Uh, this. Let me read to you what the commentary says about this. Again, um, I use the fifth edition, fully revised and expanded, New Oxford Annotated Bible, New Revised Standard Version, New Revised Standard Version with the Apocrypha, an ecumenical study Bible. And the commentator for Psalm 33 says, "Praise of the Lord who created the universe." a hymn praising the divine word that made the three-tiered universe and guides it even when humans try to pervert it to their ends. It is comprised of 22 lines, the number of letters of the Hebrew alphabet, but is not an alphabetic acrostic. The first part, that's verses 1 through 11, follows the conventions of a hymn, whereas the second part, 12 through 22, concentrates on one tier of the three-tiered universe, events on earth. And it, it goes on, but that was the part that I, I wanted uh, to talk about. So I like this, I, I'm in a season of my life and synthesizing, in, synthesizing the past, learning the lessons, but very much moving forward. And And so verse 3, singing to God a new song, really speaks to my heart at this time. And then just the imagery about how God made, and this is why it helps me to think of God as mother, because God was creator, and who creates more than mothers, right? But anyway, verse 6, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all their host by the breath of her mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle. He put the deeps in storehouses. Isn't that just beautiful imagery? I really like that. Um, and then, of course, this is apropos and probably the reason that it's chosen for Fourth of July talking about verse 12, "Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord. the people whom He has chosen is His heritage. I think though that we have misconstrued construed these verses a lot as Americans, that we're somehow God's chosen people and more worthy than other peoples. And that's not the case. Um, we certainly have not shouldered well the responsibility that has come with our power, and I pray that we do better about that. From now forward. And then verses 15 through 16. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. A king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. We've talked about this, that God is the source of all true strength, healing, and deliverance. And verse 17, the war horse, which to me in context means the height of war technology, strength and power at the time, is a vain hope for victory. That has never been more true than right now when we think that our tech and our power and our supremacy perhaps will save us and that's that's not the case in this era. May we awaken and may we be worthy of our calling, amen. So I pray the end of of this psalm for us. May our souls wait for the Lord, for he is our help and shield. May our hearts be glad in him, because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Amen. And then um, our Old Testament reading from the Wisdom of Sirach. this is really talking about how it should be and how it should not be in terms of wise rulers and undisciplined rulers and verse 3, an undisciplined king ruins his people I think, I think that really speaks to the present times in, in more than one country on the earth but a city becomes fit to live in through the understanding of its rulers so I pray godly understanding for our rulers and a godly awakening in their hearts then this is very interesting to me. Verse 4. The government of the earth is in the hand of the Lord, and over it he will raise up the right leader for the time. I was just talking about this with a friend of mine the other night. Um, The right ruler might not look like what we think of. It might not be righteous. And I think we confuse right and righteous, right? What is apropos for the time, what is needed, may not be good or righteous, but it may be just the shaking up that we need. I think in our current times, there's been a lot of awakening going on. I know for me personally, I honestly, I was pretty complacent and I have been shaken awake. And my son at 13 is much, much more awakened than than I've known any 13 year old to be. And so I am grateful for that. I I said in that conversation with my friend that I I wouldn't wish these times on anyone. Um, speaking to you guys now, it kind of reminds me of the Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. But also, you know, God takes what we have and makes it what we need. So I am not saying that presidents and rulers are preordained or that they are little gods on earth. That is false. That is incorrect. That is idolatry and it is evil. But what I am saying is that God takes the rulers we have and makes them what we need in the time even if it's a transitional time, even if it's a very painfully liminal moment. So may we take what God has given, what God is turning to his good, and cooperate with that transformation. Amen? Then, I think this is, you know, do not get angry with your neighbor for every injury. To me, that's, that's one of those things that, yeah, I totally get that concept. Is it hard to do? Yes. What's really hard for me is the balance between taking offense, we don't want to take offense, and, um, letting things go that we shouldn't let go, like being a doormat, you know, like, when people do things that aren't okay, we sometimes, not always, but we sometimes have a responsibility to stand up and say, hey, that's not okay, what you did isn't okay, that abuse of your authority, or that, you know." lack of consideration for the people around you, that's, that's not okay. And there are a couple times, well, there's a lot of times here recently where I have stood up for that. And I guess I've gotten to the point in my life, zero Fox, where I am unwilling to stand by and be walked over or let the people around me be walked over. And, and that's in terms of everything from full-fledged abuse to just lack of consideration and, and quite frankly I'm standing up pretty strongly for what I believe is right right now and that feels really uncomfortable to some of the people around me and I'm, I'm kind of like sorry but not sorry you know I'm doing my best I don't always succeed I often fall short but I'm doing my best to um, to do that in a way that's respectful um, and and kind and so God help me with that <laughs> God help me be strong, respectful, and kind. Amen. Now, something that I think is very interesting here, verse 7, arrogance is hateful to the Lord and mortals, and injustice is outrageous to both. So I think that we in our culture, we really have some wrong, evil, and gendered definitions of humility and arrogance. Basically, any strong woman is arrogant, and Humility, in the case of women, means being a doormat. And let's just throw that bogus bullshit out the window right now. Let's give ourselves and those around us permission to be strong, to be assertive, without labeling them bitches or arrogant or not humble. Quite frankly, I spent a long time under the thumb of per- per- yeah, under the thumb of perception and false, And by false, I don't mean false as in like I'm saying humble, but I'm not false as in like an evil gender definition of humility in my workplace. And I'm fucking done with it and I'm standing up to it and I'm not taking that shit anymore. And it's it's really painful for the people around me. And I ask for God's protection as they flail back against it and try to shove me back in their stupid fucking little confining box of what they think a person with breasts and ovaries should be because it's bullshit. So God protect me, God help them, and grant some healing to that entire organization. Amen. I think that's about all I have to say about that. Let's move on to the New Testament here. Okay, and because there are two sets of readings for the 4th of July... Hopefully, I'll get to evening reading tonight. I really don't know because I've got an awesome 4th of July July day planned. But we'll see. Um, If not, the readings for this evening are Psalm 107, 1 through 32, Micah 4, 1 through 5, and Revelation 21, 1 through 7. So, as always, please feel free to read them on your own. Okay, so, James. Let's just read the whole thing, because it's really short. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it, until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. I think that's one of the great things about the Bible is it gives us some examples, both examples to follow and examples that are like more warnings of what not to do. And both of those are extremely useful, in in my humble opinion. And I think that we need to be patient not just for Christ's second coming, but patient with ourselves as we grow and mature and become ready for Christ, as we are transformed from glory to glory. We need to be intentional and patient and compassionate with ourselves and those around us and the awakening of the universal Christ in the world. Like, that's all stuff that requires patience and tending, much like crops, since the analogy... So God, give us that patience and intentionality and perseverance and nurturing of ourselves and of your mission and of others and of the world. Amen. So strengthen our hearts for it's near. It is near. It may not feel like it. The time may not be the time we would choose or the time we can even measure, but it is near. That is promised. So let God strengthen our hearts and make us ready. Amen. And then when we judge other people, we are trying to take... From God, God's responsibility. Judgment is not our responsibility. So let's not even waste our effort and energy on that, but let's leave it to God. Let's not try to usurp God there. Amen? And then let's take the example of the prophets. So this is heartening to me today, especially on an Independence Day where I am so very aware that our independence was one on the backs of taking the independence from other people's. And so I pray for restoration and reconciliation for all peoples and for the universal Christ and the universal community of the universe. That was redundant. I apologize, but I think you know where I'm going. Um, To surpass any tribalism that we hold in our nation. Let Let us somehow hold both the beauty and the lessons of our heritage while also putting down our tribalism to be in community with one another. Let us not lift ourselves up or put others down, but come together to meet at the table of sustenance on equal footing. Praise God. Amen. All right, we are just about done here. Let's wrap this up. Almighty God, Mother of all mercies, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.